time to get all the golf news from Wayne Persky at Sunshine Coast Golf Centre. Morning, Wayne. How are you? Morning, boys. There's plenty of news around at the moment. Yeah, there is. Where do you want to start, mate? Oh, how about we start with the uh, with the Genesis? Yeah. It's, uh, it's been a big week on the PGA Tour, probably the first week that where we've seen all the big boys come out and... Um, it almost felt major-like, like, mm. you know, looking at a, a, an amazing golf course with uh, Tiger Woods back on the golf course and uh, big crowds, yeah, felt like a major without, obviously, the some of the live guys, but um, a, a good week for the PGA Tour. You made mention there, it had that major feel. Max Homer didn't win. It was John Rahm who won. He was quite emotional afterwards. Wayne, we might just play a little grab here of Max after finishing second here at the Genesis Invitational. It hurts me not to, when I won in 21, there, nobody was here, you know, and it hurts me not to be able to do that with everyone here, my family and friends. But um, I tried, man. Sorry, this tournament just means a lot to me, so it's like an emotional release. Um, but yeah, the, the support I get here is so cool, so... I'm going to win it again uh, and be able to do it in front of all these people. So, yeah, that's that. Max Homer there. You love to see an American show some emotion because sometimes, Wayne, we feel as though they're almost cardboard cutouts, but not Max Homer. He's a bit different from the, the standard US guy. He is. You know, being a, a, a Californian and having grown up going to Riviera to watch PGA Tour events, um, it, it leaves something on you, you know, when you're a kid. It's probably what why he was inspired to be a professional golfer was turning up and watching the likes of Tiger Woods tear it up around there. It um, it inspires you. And then all of a sudden you're walking inside the ropes with the people that you have been watching, you know, seeing Tiger Woods play and, and win there. And then all of a sudden you're playing with him and going head-to-head -head with the world number one in front of all of your friends and family. Um... It's really awesome to see. You know, you could see how much he he wanted it. You could see how much on the golf course that he that he how hard he was trying and how much support he had, going up against a guy that um, is a force at the moment. You know, John Rahm is is out of control. Good right now on an absolute tear. The world number one player. Um, so it would have been awesome, but he didn't quite get it across the line, and, it, and you could see it stung a bit. And he's uh, had some pretty good form uh, recently, Max Homer, hasn't he? He's sort of a golfer on the rise, you would have thought. Uh, John Rahm, what can you say about him, uh, Wayne? As you say, he's on a tear of some sort. I mean, Paul was going through it earlier today, five of the last nine events, I think he said he's won. And uh, John said in a way this year after he won a tournament, you know, I think I'm actually uh, the best-performed golfer in the world at the moment. The rankings are a bit skew-if, but he's just played so well that he's now on top of those rankings again. You can't argue with him there. You know, there are a lot of good judges. Scotty Scheffler has also been unbelievable. Five wins in the last 12 months and, a, and the Masters. But I think good judges know that John Rahm has been the most consistently great player. You know, we're, we're in a pretty golden age. Even with the, the separation of Liv and the PGA Tour, we've got Rory McIlroy, John Rahm, Scotty Scheffler all playing unbelievably good golf. Um, so... You know, it goes back to the years of, of Tiger Woods, Ernie Els, Vijay Singh sort of stuff, you know, mm. where we could see greats being made. And uh, I think John Rahm will be definitely a Hall of Famer um, and probably Scotty Scheffler as well. So Rory McIlroy already there. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a really good time to watch golf. And 
at the moment, you know, that we've had the Netflix release of Full Swing, which is um, the documentary that has come out. It's really popular. You know, I think it's number two or something on, on the Netflix charts. So that mm. means that not only just golfers are watching it, um, there are people that are interested in what's happened with the PGA Tour and Live, probably the best year that they could have possibly done that Netflix documentary. Um, you know, it's very America-centric. You can you can tell that there's there's not too many. Um, you know, to be honest, I've watched all of it, mm. and you know, seeing Jordan Spieth and and Justin Thomas flying around in private jets is not particularly interesting to me. But looking at Mito P Pereira and Joaquin. Ortiz coming from from Chile, you know, mm. and working their way all the way to the PGA Tour, and it's it's a really really interesting story about how hard some people have had to work. The Joel Damon story with his his caddy is something to watch. So I definitely recommend even non golfers to uh, flick it on and have a look. Now, Wayne, you put this question out there on the weekend after watching Full Swing, and it's, the question is, what do you think that the PGA Tour could do to improve? It's coverage. Now, you said you thought you'd like to see more interaction between player and caddy. Now, we saw a bit of that with Max Homer yesterday, stuck there behind a tree after hitting one, and just how his caddy went a few few things. You know, do you think you're, you're comfortable playing a, a low shot? Do those trees worry you? I think it's great. I'd love to see them, like, hooked up even for 18 holes. I know Max Homer was hooked up for a little while the tournament before. But I think that's what you'd like to hear, you know, a caddy, how does he talk a player out of trying to attempt something near impossible? Or how does the player convince the caddy that he's doing the right thing? Yeah, we, we would like to see the strategy. You know, the, the, it's the, the big difference between professionals and amateurs is, is sometimes the way that they think their way around. And amateurs don't get to work with a caddy. And I think it's really important. Like you could imagine, you know, Tiger Woods and Steve Williams working together to try to win a Masters, if you could hear that interaction, I think it would just add another level to the the coverage. You know, the, the biggest complaint that we have about golf is that it's boring to watch, and you can't disagree. You know, the way that they've done it for so long, doing the same thing with, you know, commentary that is very, very ordinary in terms of, you know, that they're explaining things that are fairly obvious i want to see the stuff you know if you're if you're a golfer watching golf you already know what the par of a hole is you already know that sort of stuff i want to see the the intricacies about how these guys get around and do it so well so yeah hopefully they'll they'll go that way um they're starting to you know we're, we're starting to get on course interviews and but i'd you know i'd really like to see all of the players mic'd up we don't have to hear them all of the time but certain certain shots and select pieces would be um amazing one thing i like you know when you see the dp world tour and they do it at the british open they will show you the early groups go out and what they'll do is they'll pick two groups and they'll just follow those groups but all the golfers so they'll be concentrating on just six golfers and you're not just seeing the great shots when we see the coverage you often only see who's made a boom drive or a great putt i don't mind seeing guys having a bad round because it re makes you realize that everyone is capable of putting in something that's way over par yeah and we want to see we want to see the struggle as well we don't just want to watch john Rahm lifting trophies every week i want to see a guy that is struggling to keep his card a guy that's in a bit of a form slump and how he works his way out of it um 
you know, a guy that's come from Q school and it's his first year on tour and, you know, finishing 45th is a big deal for them. So that's what, um, you know, getting back to the Netflix thing, that's what made Drive to Survive for Formula One so popular. It wasn't watching Lewis Hamilton win every week. It was watching the boys that, that trying to get into the driver's seat and you know, battling to, to get a point. Um, I think that that's the real story that everyone can relate to. So more of those guys that have come through, more of the, the journeyman sort of stories, uh, I think would be awesome to watch. And Wayne, um, uh, we mentioned or we spoke uh, last year how the introduction of Live Golf had meant that all of a sudden a lot of money had shaken free from the PGA Tour. And this is one of the tournaments that was... Uh, uh, the beneficiary of those extra dollars. I see that the new announcements uh, for Live with their tournament starting this weekend are Danny Lee, Thomas Peters and Brendan Steele. Now, with the greatest respect to those three blokes, they're not three household names. I wonder if the hemorrhaging from the PGA Tour might have uh, just abated for a little while. Yeah, the elevated events, um, you know, $20 million last week on the PGA Tour. Um, uh, yeah, I, I agree. Like, those... those Thomas Peters is sort of 34th in the world. He apparently, the last, the last straw for him was he didn't get into the Genesis being 34th mm. in the world. So he's decided to jump over and play some live golf. Um, we'll find out soon um, what happens with the European tour and, and live. We may see, you know, quite a few more of those guys that think that they can go and play in, in Europe or Asia. So, but like you said, Brendan Steele, Danny Lee, it's it's no big loss to the PGA Tour. I don't think they'll be too worried. Mm. Uh, we just had a, a, a made mention last week about players taking advantage of temporary structures. We saw it on the weekend again with John Rahm hit a ball out of bounds that crossed a temporary grandstand. He didn't even have... It was in the car park the ball ended up. He didn't have to look at it for it, Wayne. He just took a drop 130 metres out from the hole. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I said, you got to use it to your advantage. And, uh, yeah, luckily, he, he, he probably saw that as a, a good miss. Um, so if it was definitely out of bounds, he mightn't have played that shot at all. But, it, um, yeah, the boys can use it to their advantage sometimes, and we see it nearly every week. Now, three tournaments we've got to look at now for this weekend. The PGA Tour, this is the Honda Classic, Palm Beach in Florida at the PGA national members club the dp world tour is going to india for the india open it's a gary player designed mm. course in india it's the dlf golf and country club and andrew as you said we've got maya cobra in mexico mm. where the live tour gets their first event underway for the year Wayne. yeah how, how cool is that you know we're, we've got golf all over the world and seeing mexico and india on the on the calendar makes me pretty happy you know i i, I love seeing um, golf from interesting places and uh yeah gary player design in in india we had uh thorburn ollison win last week that's a that's a comeback story you know he's uh got himself into a bit of trouble a few years ago mm -hmm. so he's back on the agenda a really good player so looking forward to watching the boys play in india and we seriously only have about 30 seconds till news time here wayne but jason day another top 10 finish a six under 65 to finish the tournament He's there or thereabouts every week. There's, you've got to think there's still a win in Jason Day. Oh, absolutely. You know, three win, three top tens in a row, you'd have to think that that sort of golf is, is good enough to win. He just needs a few things to go his way and he'll hoist another trophy and we'll have a, a you know, that, that's, that is a comeback story. You know, 
with uh, the injuries and stuff that he's had. And it's, uh, it's pretty impressive, actually, to see how hard Jason's worked to get back to where he is now.